Hey, my name's Jess, and this is my podcast about the stuff that goes on in my brain. (laughs) Um, I realized I hadn't recorded a podcast in a really long time since, I think, September? Can't remember exactly. Life's kind of picked up. It's been busy, um, and I haven't had a lot of things going on in my brain that were worth needing to sit down and talk about it like I do with this podcast. But I was going through my phone and some of my old pictures and old notes and stuff, and I found just some some notes where I was doing exactly what I do on this podcast, but I was typing it out, which is harder because it takes more time and energy, and I get frustrated because I can't type as fast as I can think, but I can talk almost as fast as I can think. So this is a great a, a great solution. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was looking through my notes and I found some notes. <laughs> I found some notes uh, where I was talking about how I felt really discouraged in life. I didn't feel like I cared about life. And it got me thinking about how much better I feel. And a lot of times there's something wrong going on in my brain and I want to talk it out right now. I could just. I feel great and I kind of just want to talk about that um, and reflect on that a little bit. I mean, life has highs and lows and I don't just want to talk about the lows. So I don't really have a game plan for this podcast, like this recording. Um, I kind of just decided I would record about, you know, things going well, hit start, and then just like roll with the punches and see what happens. Um, but life has been looking up a lot lately. I mean, I'm in Tennessee. I'm training for the Marine Corps. Um, I am getting ready. I've had some hiccups along the way. At first, I was very focused, very excited, like very, very devoted. Every inch of my brain was just Marine Corps and excitement and, and, and preparation and anticipation. And then, like, you know, some shit happened. <laughs> I got distracted and um, I'm now in the process of, you know, finding that motivation again and and really getting back into that same mindset. It's not that hard, but it is frustrating when like I had been in that mindset and it's a mindset I've really like never experienced before with anything else. So it's frustrating to have that and then to lose it and have to try to find it again, but I'm on my way. Um, I'm feeling a lot better. It's I have, you know, X amount of days before I ship out for boot camp and I've got a countdown on my phone and I just check in with it every few days. It helps to remind me like that it's coming, it's real and and I need to prepare for it because if I don't, I'm really going to fucking pay. I'm really going to pay if I don't. So, I've been trying really hard to get on track with like meal prepping and and training and such. But besides the Marine Corps stuff. Um, let me give me just one second to think about a train of thought. Like I said, I don't have a plan for this podcast, so it's going to be a lot of this, um, me sitting here thinking, trying to figure things out. But on the Marine Corps side of things, it, it's, it's helped. And I think it's helped my mental health a lot, just in the case of, I feel like throughout our childhood and like pre-adult life so like anything 17 and below it is 
easy to not think about your life, if that makes sense. Um, everything you do is kind of planned out for you. You go to school. Why do you go to school? Because you're supposed to go to school and that's what you're supposed to do. And you you just keep going and get excited to to reach the day where you don't actually have to do what they tell you. You get to choose what you do. And as exciting as that is, it's also really scary and it's also really intimidating because for 18 years, you haven't had to make a decision for yourself and you haven't had to feel the weight of the decision and, and you haven't had to think about the consequences of those decisions and uh, really think about how those decisions affect you. So leaving high school, I kind of went to college because that's what I thought I was supposed to do and having joining joining the Marine Corps has really helped me fix that's not the right word I'm looking for it's really helped me to have a better outlook on my life because for the first time it's a decision that I made myself I did choose to go to college but like honestly I I mean I applied because my teacher told me to apply during that time so I went I applied the and the admission to the university was just like kind of handed to me like oh here you go you're in I was fucking handed scholarships I also got a discount on my tuition because um there was like family ties within the within the university and family gets discounted tuition so anyways I got to go to SOU tuition free and I was ahead on my credits it was one of those decisions that like I didn't really have to make. I just had to roll with it and go with it. And as great as that was, it was also terrifying to realize that like this isn't what I have to be doing. And after the first year, knowing that like I don't want to do this again, like I I just want nothing more than to not do that again. Maybe and and, and not just like college. I think college was great, and I loved the ability to really like pick your own classes and decide what you wanted to learn and like how you wanted to go about learning what you wanted to learn. But I don't think I vibed well with my university and I don't think I did myself a favor by staying at home. Um, as much as I love home, it's really easy to, to choose the safe thing, which is like to stay home. So making the decision to join with the Marine Corps helped helped me so much in that I made a decision for myself that gave me the responsibility. It was my responsibility to choose what to do. And it's my responsibility to get to that point to like become a Marine. And it's, it's my ass on the line. If things don't work out, it's, it's scary knowing that, you know, this is my life and in years of my life I'm signing away. But it's also so relieving knowing that, like, this is the decision that I made. This is the risk that I took, I chose to take. I spent a year at college, and I chose to be there, more or less. But it had a lot to do with just how I just didn't feel like it was fully my decision. I feel like I was doing it because that's what I was supposed to do, and everyone came together and helped me do it. And so I did it. And and making the decision didn't feel like a decision to me. It was just like another year of high school almost. So making the decision to join the Marine Corps has given me a much better outlook because the sense of responsibility, I don't know if that's the right word for it, 
um, excitement. I think it's, it's the sense of excitement for your future that it's, you know, it, it not about like what you chose to do and not about like, you know, anything other than just, I'm excited because I chose this. I'm excited because this is something that I want to do and I get to choose to do it and I get to deal with the consequences of it. That sort of excitement has really made me happier, I think, on a day-to-day basis, knowing that I finally get to like make decisions for my life. I'm saying like a lot as a habit I used to not have. Um, I get to make decisions about my life. I can't remember exactly my train of thought. <laughs> It makes me happier, it does. And I know every day I'm currently at like a relatively low point. I mean, like I have no income. I'm living off my parents' money in my like brother's house. And I'm just mooching. (laughs) But I don't feel bad about it because I do just feel like this is a step towards my future. And I know that the people making sacrifices for me do it because they love me. And because they know that I'll I'll succeed and be successful. So that's a really satisfying feeling. And I've never cared about something as much as I've cared about joining the Marine Corps, which I think is super important. Fun fact, if if you're young, (laughs) find something you care about that you'll like grow up to care about. Because regardless of, you know, if it was regardless of anything, I think it's important to find something that you care about throughout your whole life. Like I never did sports and I never, I never had hobbies growing up. I didn't have anything to care about. And so I think that really did affect me, especially in like my depression in high school is I didn't have something to care about. I mean, I did track and field and I did swim for a little bit, but these weren't things that I really truly cared about. They were things I did because I mean, why not? I've, I'm, I've always liked to be athletic. I've just never been the best um, at sports, which is why I did sports that were more individually oriented and not so team oriented, although track and swim are both relatively team sports. I mean, it's how it works, but I think having something to, to care about growing up and having something to gauge your future decisions off of is vastly important and I really wish I had found something that I cared about at a young age that I could grow up to to use and to to have that sort of experience because I'm 19 years old and I finally found something that I cared about taking me almost 20 years (laughs) but the the feeling that I get from just knowing that I'm doing it and I care about it it's it's really outstanding and I feel great on a day-to-day basis and I feel so grateful that I I have this opportunity and I get to do this and Eventually, hopefully one day, I get to call myself a fucking U.S. Marine. But that's how I feel on that front. I mean, that's how the Marine Corps in specific has made me feel better. I said I wanted to talk about feeling better about life on a day-to-day basis. I think it's also helped to really take a step back and... I mean, I'm going to talk about anime again because, like, that's my life. (laughs) Um... There's this one anime that I love to watch. Watch it a million times. I don't care. It's stellar, outstanding, perfect, 10 out of 10. It's called Fruits Basket. The main character, she is very sweet, but she is just so unbelievably thankful of, like, everyone in her life. And every time I watch it, 
it just makes me feel so grateful for the people in my life because I think we take people for granted and we take things in our life for granted a lot. We is just a general collective people. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are very grateful in that practice appreciation for the people in their lives and the things in their life often, but I know that the vast majority of us don't. And it's so easy with Instagram. Oh, I should talk about social media because God damn social media, but it's easy when you're on Instagram and you see people with nicer cars and nicer houses and nicer butt lifts and <laughs> nicer fake lips and nicer waists that they got by removing ribs <laughs> and um, bodies that they got through, you know, an unimaginable amount of exercise that is just not feasible for the average person. But watching this anime has... I hate that that's the way it sounds, but it is. Watching this anime really helps me to take a step back and look at my life and and realize just how unbelievably lucky I am. I, um, I mean, I have a really great family, really supportive family that are always like reaching their hands out to help me and they could care less. I mean, my brother, you know, took me and lets me live with him in this process and he doesn't have to do that. He, uh, he just doesn't, that's not something he has to do, but he does. And I appreciate it so much. And, you know, my mom keeping me afloat, giving me money constantly for like groceries and, and essentials and stuff like that. And then when stuff comes up, like my best friend's wedding, she, without hesitation is just like, no, we'll make sure you're there. And and my, fuck, my two best friends, Jesus Christ, Austin and Savannah. I genuinely, like, can't put into words how much I just love and appreciate the both of them so much. They're, they are both such outstanding people. And they make me proud to just fucking know them. And that's an attitude I didn't have towards them until with these within these last six months of just really realizing how great, how amazing they are and how grateful I am to have them because the appreciation I felt towards them when we were just, you know, back in the day, I mean, I still appreciated them vastly, but, but really leaving that environment, we're all in different states. We're literally all in different states and we're still all best friends. Like we still talk so regularly and, and having that distance and having, maintaining that connection has really, I feel like just strengthened our bond as friends and the two of them fucking mean the world to me I would kill people <laughs> I shouldn't say that I should <laughs> I'm totally kidding you know the term like oh I'd kill for that I would kill for my friends I mean they're they're really stellar people they make me so proud to be their friend and they they make me want to be a better person and I think that that's important to find in a partner as well as just the general people in your life is make sure that you surround yourself with people that make you want to be better. And that's kind of a hard thing to practice. I've had to recently like let go of friends that I cared about so much, but that just inhibited me from being my best self. They really didn't push me. They really didn't, you know, make me aspire to anymore. And for a while I figured, well, maybe I'll hang on to their friendship so that I can be that person for them. But then I realized that that's not going to happen and all because you want others to be inspired by you doesn't mean that it's going to happen and even if you want to help them that doesn't mean that they're going to take it 
they're not gonna they're not always gonna accept the help and they're not always going to accept you as a example an example of you know a better life sometimes they just they're content with their life and that's not your problem and realizing that really made me realize I should I don't need to be friends with them they really tear me down on a day-to-day basis and I think that's one of the reasons why I do feel better lately is having a friend group that is just so supportive and so loving and so consistent I couldn't ask for better friends I couldn't ask for better you know family in my life I think that's a huge reason why I do feel better lately is knowing that I have genuine friends. I don't have friends because we're in the same city. I don't have friends because we're in the same class. I don't have these friends because we have known each other our whole lives and we're just friends. I have these friends because we got to know each other and we care about each other. And even though we're thousands of miles away from each other, we stay connected. And I think that that is kind of just also a lesson in life in general that if someone wants to be a part of your life, they will make an effort to do so. And I know that sounds, I mean, that's pretty cliche. It's been said a lot. And I do think that there is exceptions to that rule. People are busy. Life is busy. And you can't always stay in contact as much as you'd like to. And I totally understand that and agree with that. But if someone wants to be a part of your life, they will make an effort to do so. Maybe their best effort is talking to you once every two months and just saying like, hey, I miss you. That's that's it. And that doesn't seem like a lot, but for some, like that's that's all the effort they can put in at the moment. Their lives are busy. And, and I just think it's important to be mindful of that, that your friends are And the people that you keep in your life should be people that make an effort to stay there. And the friends that you have should be people that you will consciously make an effort to be there for, regardless of what happens. And I think having having a solid friend group has really made me a lot happier. I think Daniel Sloss is a comedian. This is kind of off topic, but it'll make sense. Daniel Sloss is a comedian, and he, in his stand-up comedy show, Jigsaw, talked about how his dad explained life like a jigsaw puzzle and that when you start building a jigsaw puzzle you always start with the edges and life can be described like a jigsaw puzzle there's four corners that you start with you start building those corners first in order to have a full complete jigsaw a full complete life happy life a full picture the four corners are family friends hobbies and work and I think that is a huge reason why I'm so much happier is that I found work that I love actually I can't say I love it haven't done it yet but I'm I'm working towards a job that I I'm so excited for and I think that putting those pieces in that corner has really made a difference and I think weeding out the pieces that didn't fit in the friend's corner has made such a difference. And I think putting effort into the family corner that, you know, we don't get to choose our family. And that's true. And I I don't believe that like blood is thicker than water or whatever the, whatever the saying is. Um, you don't have to, to 
you don't have to love your family. That sounds crazy. Not all of your family. But you don't get to pick your family, but you do get to pick who you're close to. And I do think that I'm trying to say something without sounding too rude. If you don't want a family member in your life, they don't have to be a big part of your life. But I do think family is blood. And there's a certain level of commodity. Is that the word? Unity? Definitely unity. There's a certain level of unity that that comes with knowing that like the same blood runs through your veins. Like you are a family. And I don't think it should ever be wrong to cut out people in your life who are toxic, whether they're family or not. But I also think that regardless of, you know, if they're not toxic, if they're just people that you don't really know well or you don't, you know, you don't care for them that much in terms of just like liking them as a person, I think you should still put effort towards your family because at the end of the day, they're your family and they will always be there for you. Maybe not always. I mean, they're people. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. Basically saying, family, you don't get to pick them, but they're your family and blood runs deep. I don't know. They're your family. (laughs) You don't have to love them and you don't even have to have them as part of your life if you really don't want to, but they're your family and I think they're important. And I think people should put effort towards making sure that their family relationships resemble the relationships that they want to have with their family. That doesn't make sense as well. This is going to be such a shit show. (laughs) Anyways, the last corner is hobbies, and that's the one I've been working on right now. I'm trying to decide, you know, how I feel about certain things and figuring out what my hobbies are and and what I want to give my time towards. But I think the jigsaw analogy really helps to explain why I have been feeling so much better lately and so much happier. And on a day-to-day basis, I feel I try to keep myself busy and I've been cleaning the house a lot and, and trying to make sure everything stays organized and clean and find itself a home. This is a relatively new house. Everything's not been unpacked and, and sorted yet. So there's a certain level of, of like clarity and like calmness that comes from taking a really cluttered space and cleaning it. And I love that feeling makes me so happy and excited and so to be doing that all day is actually super fun for me as as lame as that sounds um but that's really been the most of it I guess I could touch on the whole like guy thing I don't remember exactly where I left off on things but I know I have I've brought up in my past podcasts how I have issues with relationships and guys and and having feelings and I've been working hard at those and I've I've come to the realization that there's people in my life guys in my life that I truly love and are people that I mean I could have potentially dated and for good enough reasons I didn't but admitting to myself that I I do like them and I that process has been very healing for me. And I think that's another reason why I feel so much better is, is doing some emotional healing, how little, however big or small really just makes you feel good. Um, I haven't figured out exactly why I've, I've, you know, built up these walls in this corner of my life. Um, and I do want to find out one day, but I know that so far I'm peeking through, I'm getting somewhere. I'm pushing myself, I'm making myself uncomfortable, I'm 
and I'm trying to stay positive about it. Like there's been a series of events recently that really just makes me want to like retreat even further back into my little cave and, and never talk to guys again. (laughs) Cause I, and it's hard when you are happy being single. It's so much harder because I could go without having a boyfriend forever. I could care less. I, I, Actually, I can't say I could care. I, I could care less because I, I mean, it's always nice, but I truly am content being single and being all by myself. And, and that in combination with my weird fear of guys <laughs> and relationships really doesn't mix into the healthiest relationship with relationships. I don't have a good relationship with relationships. <laughs> um, but I've been working on it and pushing my comfort zone and letting my friends really like boss me around and be like, no, Jess, you're going to do it because you need to do it and it's good for you. And you have to go see that like, you're going to be fine. (laughs) So I've been doing that a lot. It's been great. I've, it is hard to stay positive about it though, because you know, when things don't go great, it's hard to maintain that attitude of like, keep pushing keep pushing out of the cave. There is light at the end of the tunnel and you just got to keep pushing towards it. And you don't know what the light is and it might be scary. And like the trip to the light might be hard and, (laughs) and, um, uncomfortable and hurtful and embarrassing. But I do think that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I do want to find it eventually. And I think I'm proud of myself for making the steps that I have towards getting out of the tunnel and opening up and understanding why I have the relationship I have with dating and, and guys and relationships. And I do hope next time I I check back in, I, I have better answers for that because I don't have great ones. I have learned that I have defense mechanisms and why I push people away. My friend, a good friend of mine actually put it really clearly. She explained to me that even my indecisiveness as to whether or not I'm into a guy is a defense mechanism. And I realized how, how true what she said was. I never realized that before, but that's exactly what it is. I get indecisive about guys all the time where I'm like, ooh, do I like him? Do I not? Am I into him? Am I not? And it's a safety thing. It's, it's to keep me out of harm's way because if I'm not sure if I like him, then if he does something hurtful to me, then I can always be like, well, I didn't like him that much. I'm fine. And people are like, oh, are you scared of getting hurt? And I mean, who's not scared of getting hurt? But I wouldn't say that that's my real issue. Um, I don't, I'm not scared of getting hurt. People get hurt. That's how life works. I'm sorry. (laughs) People get hurt. And I'm not scared of being hurt. I think I'm scared of being embarrassed. I think I'm scared of not wanting to be not feeling like I'm desired. Um, I've always been a really confident person just in general, but when it comes to guys, I always, I always feel just worried that they're just, they won't like me. I don't know. And even if they do, I get so cautious, like, oh, they probably don't actually like me. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe my fear is of, people not liking me. I'll have to look into that a little more. 
but I have realized that I do have some serious defense mechanisms with indecisiveness and and being not sure about things and and it helps me to act like I'm fine like if he didn't like me well it's fine I didn't like him very much either but that could be a total lie that could just be my defense mechanism but I'm working towards that we're we're making progress we're making progress step by step little by little but I think that's really the majority of what I have to say for today. This was kind of a one-shot go, so I hope everything turns out okay. I hope it loads right. If it doesn't, I'll try it again. Maybe next time with a little bit more <laughs> direction. We'll see. Not totally sure. But I know I usually end these on like a hopeful, like, oh, I hope in the future. So I know life's full of ups and downs, and... I don't know how far up I'm going to go right now, but I'm on a track up. And I'm still going up, and I feel better and better every day. And I always, I mean, we always have our low points on like a day-to-day basis, but in general, generally speaking, I feel better and better every day. And I hope that in the future, however long, whether this is a week or a year or 10 years or just like two weeks a month, I don't know. <laughs> however long it is until I listen to this again I hope that the highs are tremendous and the lows are always taken hopefully because there are highs and there are lows and I do want to keep going up I do want this high to continue but you don't know what high is without low and I know low will come not hoping for low But I hope that when low comes, I do still feel hopeful because the way I feel now is a sensation I haven't had since, fuck, I don't know. (laughs) But I love feeling like this and I hope that I know next time I'm on a low that this feeling isn't, I'm not immune to this feeling. It's not like I can never feel this. That's a really satisfying feeling. Um, I know it's hard for people when they they feel down and everyone's like, oh, it gets better, it gets better. And that's, I understand the sentiment, but sometimes that's hard for people to understand. And that's hard for people to really believe. And I hope that maybe going over this, all these reasons why I am a happier person today than I was six months ago. I hope that in the future I can use this as a way to remind myself that happiness is there. There is, you know, things do get better. And they don't just get better because they get better. They get better because, you know, you put in the work to make them better. And sometimes life fucking knocks you off your feet and you can't really do much at the moment (laughs) at that time. But things get better. And I hope, I hope, anyways, my whole message, I hope in the future um, that I can use this as a gauge and as as a uh, source of encouragement during the lows and I hope in the relationship aspect of things that I hope I get closer to understanding why I do the things I do understanding my relationship with relationships and what I'm truly afraid of and and why I have these defense mechanisms and just get closer to answers but I'm on the way I'm excited anyways that's all for this uh, recording this episode. I'm not really sure what I'm going to title it yet. I don't remember exactly how I end these after 
after I say that, but thanks for listening. <laughs> this is really just for me to, to vent, so uh, I'll uh, check in with you guys next time. Peace out.